Fastly, ticker FSLY, was one of the hot stocks during the COVID-19 pandemic. The company went public in 2019, and it started its first trading day at around $21 per share. By October 2020, its stock was trading at nearly $130 per share, up by more than 400% in roughly a year and a half after its IPO. Two years later, by the end of 2022, the stock almost lost all of its value, trading at $7 per share. The rise and fall of Fastly is a classic example of a pandemic stock. Is the post-pandemic price slump an opportunity to buy shares? Let's talk about that. I'm Hora Mayer, founder and CEO of Stockcard, and on this channel, I share detailed fundamental analysis and interesting investment stories. The COVID-19 pandemic created several interesting examples of rapidly growing stocks to unbelievable all-time highs and subsequent crashes to unimaginable all-time lows. Fastly is one of those stocks. We all know that the pandemic drastically increased the demand for content online. According to Fastly's blog, during the pandemic, some countries, such as Italy, experienced more than a hundred percent increase in online traffic, resulting in a drastic decline in internet speed. Fastly was there to speed up the internet's speed. As the pandemic subsided. And the demand for online content went back to its normal rate. Fastly's stock price followed suit. This part of the story is quite common across the so-called pandemic stocks. However, they are split into two categories. First category are fundamentally strong companies that we can now invest in at a great price, and the second category are those. That are struggling fundamentally, and the price drop is justified. In the next few minutes, we'll research Fastly together and decide which of those two camps it belongs to. By the way, this video is a part of a series I started last week to research companies I own that are down significantly from their all-time highs to decide whether to buy more. Or sell and allocate money to other and better investments. Last week, I researched Canopy Growth, ticker CGC, and the link to that episode is in the show notes. I'll continue with this series for a few more weeks. Remember, these videos are for education and sharing ideas, and not advice to buy or sell any securities. As always, we start any company's fundamental analysis by understanding what the company does. In layman terms, Fastly makes the internet faster. When you buy a ticket from Ticketmaster for the next event you plan to attend, or are loading an article on the New York Times website, Fastly is working behind the scenes. To load that page for you, oh so fastly. Fastly's technology is called CDN or Content Delivery Network. Its market is expected to grow by 18% per year between 2022 and 2032. 
If you want to see Fastly's competitors in the CDN market, type Content Delivery Network or CDN in the search bar on stockart.io and get the full list of CDN companies. I'll leave a link in the show notes to that list too. Back to Fastly. The company is growing its revenue by double digits. Its gross margin is hovering close to 50%. It has a solid balance sheet with over $600 million in cash and cash equivalent and an acceptable 0.7 times debt to equity ratio. If things are acceptable and reasonable, why is the stock price down significantly since its 2019 initial public offering? The company isn't generating profit or free cash flow. And even with the price drop, the stock is still trading at almost five times its sales. It underwent a CEO change in mid-2022, which investors never like to see. Now the investors expect profit and free cash flow. In the latest quarterly earnings calls, analysts were all about cost reductions. They wanted the management team to explain how Fastly plans to reach positive earnings before tax, depreciation and amortization, or EBITDA. In response, the company's CFO discussed how in their last quarter in 2022, they managed to achieve almost a break-even point in adjusted EBITDA. The CEO and his team also talked about negotiating their contracts with their suppliers, cutting down on investing in unnecessary hardware, and managing Fastly's workflows to achieve profitability. Those are all reasonable plans. They're just not convincing yet. The management promised more concrete details in the upcoming June Investor Day presentation. But for now, we have a few directional plans toward profitability. Knowing all that, what to do with Fastly? Buy the post-pandemic dip or stay away? An optimal long-term investment thesis for any company is strong fundamentals with low market expectations. The more I grow into my career as an investor, the more inclined I am to find investment opportunities that meet those two criteria. Fastly, unfortunately, doesn't meet either of those criteria. It's growing at the same pace as the market in the 20% range, and investors are already pricing the stock five times its sales, and the path to profitability is still unclear. Those tell me the company isn't yet fundamentally solid and the market's expectation is already baking in a five-time growth in revenue. There is one more analysis I'd like to run on Fastly. It's known as Rule 200. It's the quick formula the venture capitalists use to measure a growth company's financial strength. And I'd like to use it to measure the strengths of tech companies I invest in. For rule 200, to give a company a thumbs up, the sum of its revenue growth, gross margin, operating margin, 
and net revenue retention has to be higher than 200. Fastly's revenue grew by 22% last year. Its gross margin is 48%. The operating margin is negative 57%. And its net revenue retention is 119%. Sum that all up and we get 232, significantly lower than 200. The negative operating margin would have been fine if Fastly had been able to grow much faster or had a significantly higher gross margin. But as it stands today, the company doesn't meet the Rule 200 criteria either. No wonder high gross technology investors such as Kathy Wood sold all her funds investment in Fastly in mid-2021. It is important to note that earlier in the year, in mid-Feb, several analysts, such as Bank of America analysts covering Fastly, upgraded their Fastly recommendations from sell or hold to buy with price targets around $16 to $26 per share, citing gross margin improvements and cost reductions as a reason. In April 2023, as I'm doing this research, we are already up to $16 per share, and the majority of analysts still don't have a high price target for Fastly. So sadly, if you invested in the company at its IPO or when it was priced at $50 or $100 per share and held on to them, like me, we may have to wait a long time to recover to those levels, if ever. There is one more consideration if you own shares of Fastly. We can wait until June's investor day by the company. That's when the management is supposed to share more concrete plans for reaching profitability. However, fundamentally, unless we see another significant surge in internet content delivery needs, like what we experienced during the pandemic, there is no reason to expect Fastly to return to its previous all-time highs of the pandemic era anytime soon. Now it is your turn to share your thoughts on Fastly. Do you see fundamental reasons to buy now or hold the stocks longer? Share your reasons in the comments so we can all learn from each other. Next week, I'll be back with a fundamental analysis of SNAP, ticker SNAP, as a part of my beaten down research series. I'll see you next time.